0: Coming up on TMS, is that a crossbow in your pants? are you just happy to see me? There were five Highlanders. We were told there could be only one. HBO doesn't care if you fall asleep. Flush the
1: floater. (laughs) Uppity French turd monkey. Pork and matcha in the morning. You say lambert, I say lambert. Put your moist trousers on the chaise (laughs) long. I'm glad you had to say it. (laughs) Nobody wants a soggy Dorito. Neil Gaiman, smooth and convincing
0: with Amy. Huffing Doritos with Wendy and more on this episode of... The Morning Stream.
1: George Cooper's a scientist. He's putting in the electronic brain at the research center. Well, say, he doesn't have any small portable brains for sale, does he? Could sure use one in chemistry. <laughs> I'm about to go down to Taco Bell and give me a Baja blast the morning stream rambling goes in podcast comes out you can't explain that
0: hello everybody welcome back to tms it's the morning stream for thursday march 3rd 2022 i'm scott johnson and today my guest co-host is the returning the triumphant tv's travis travis welcome back well, thank you for having me back. Heck yeah, man. Like, look, you were great last time. Why wouldn't we try this again? You know? Just to see. Because um, what if it What if it was a fluke? What if it was just a one-off? Right. We got lucky. He's, you know, he seemed to do well, but who knows? Maybe today will be shit. But I don't think so. I think you're going to be great. <laughs> well, I guess uh, now, now I don't have any pressure whatsoever, so that's good. <sighs> Sorry, I've been... I know that I'm. I am way over caffeinated. Somebody sent me these little. um, I don't even know what to call them. There's these. Okay, so they're these little uh, chi matcha chi uh, bottle caplet things. You put in the fridge. They're supposed to be cold. You take them out. You shake them up because there's like a little sediment down there. But it's full of like matcha caffeine, matcha tea caffeine in them. And uh, I hork one of those down once in a while just to kind of give me a little morning focus or whatever because I slept like crap last night. Too many dreams. Mm -hmm. Kept waking up. That sort of thing maybe too much matcha tea caffeine but anyway work that down get on the show and now i'm just full of piss and vinegar man just ready to rock so feel feel happy you showed up today i guess because uh yeah i've I've got a lot to say uh it's been since last fall so it's good to have you back we got a lot to talk about today i thought it would be fun to begin the uh proceedings today Messing with you a little. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you may know or may not know, Travis is a huge fan of Highlander, both uh, the the movies, the lore, and uh, the TV series, and has a, a show about it and all this kind of stuff. Yes, I do. I wanted to test your actual, not not, it isn't like a quiz, but there's some really interesting facts about that, about that series, about those films, about all that, that you may or may not know. So you tell me if these are new to you okay. or not. And I'll share them and the, hopefully the uh, the chat and those at home will enjoy this. Uh, for example, here's one. How about this? The script began as a college kid's senior thesis. Did you know that?
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, see, I did, of course Greg, you did. Greg Wyden. Yeah, he, he wrote that when he was at USC Film School, I believe. You are correct. Um, uh, oh,
0: US, about, yeah. uh, UCLA, but close. UCLA. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always get those mixed up, so never feel bad about that. Uh, he was a student in 82 right it was asked to write a feature length screenplay in his final project and uh, this was all just to pass his theater arts class and uh, Mm -hmm. he ended up winning a prize for his deal and the script got sold and boom the rest is history Highlander yeah there only only one shall pass nope that's not the thing (laughs) only (laughs) (laughs) I can hear Gandalf yelling only one shall pass now as Anakin Skywalker took the final blow
1: all right oh
0: I want to see that. a not a bad combo, right? It's a fun little mashup we could watch. Uh, here's another uh, Here's another fun fact about that film. Okay. The role uh, originally, and you probably, this seems like one you'd know. In fact, I'll let you tell me if you know this. Who was the role originally offered to before it went to, what's his beak? I uh, uh, can't think of his name all of a sudden. <laughs> the guy who was uh, the Highlander. Uh, I, uh, Christoph Lambert. Uh, yeah, him. Who Who do you think got it before he did or who was going to get it?
1: Oh, I've heard a few names. I mean, I want to throw out uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sly Stallone, um, you know, all the 80s action people, because yeah. that's what IMDb <laughs> trivia would have for you. Yeah, totally. Um, would. Yeah. But I, I can't remember a specific name now.
0: Well, the answer is uh, Kurt Russell was originally offered the role. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: okay. that was because of his right.
0: turns on. Uh, at the time, it would have been Escape from New York and the thing were kind of still uh, hot and heavy in people's minds. And yeah. uh, the director met with him. Uh, he seemed ready and excited to take on the role. Uh, and then his then ex or his then girlfriend, Goldie Hawn, talked him out of it.
1: I'm sure he doesn't hold that against her at all. No, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he has.
0: I'm sure he has many regrets about not being the one. <laughs> um, it would
1: have been a very different
0: movie. With I think him. so, too. Yeah, like I don't th- Lambert's not ooh, like Lambert. Mr. Fancy. Is it Lambert or Lambert, by the way? I, I
1: go with both. Okay. I, I I vacillate between the two because he was, I mean, he's French. But I think Belgian was his Belgian, father, yeah. but he was born in the States.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Is that why his accent's so broken up and weird? Because it's kind of all over the place. It's not full like Belgian French, but it's kind of half that and half like. There's normally. some of that. I
1: mean, he moved. I think they moved away from the U.S. when he was like three. Okay. And um, so they grew up in Europe. Gotcha. But he didn't speak fluent English until I want to say he had done the Tarzan movie mm. that he did. Oh, Greystoke, uh, the legend of Tarzan. Yeah. 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 That was a bad movie. But <laughs> I mean, and, whatever. And ac- I mean, his accent in Highlander was kind of specifically supposed to sound like he could be from anywhere. Like yeah. it wasn't supposed to. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's just the way he talks. Now, yeah.
0: That's so. just that guy. Sure. Yep. Um, I'm trying to imagine what life would have been like if Raiden had had that role. I call him Raiden because that's what I think of. He's Lord Raiden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Well done. How about this one? Um, Okay. Oh, apparently he was super dangerous with a sword because he's myopic. Did you know that? Yes, (laughs) I did hear that. (laughs) He just, he can't see at all. So has to wear glasses or else if they're off and they always are when he's filming, he's swinging mm -hmm. that thing around and really can't see what's in front of him. So watch out. Christopher Lambert's got a got a gun. No, a, a knife. And it's
1: not like it's, it's not like Highlander is the only movie he's ever done where he's swinging a sword around either. He, uh, he tended to do a lot of those kinds of movies for a while.
0: I feel like he so, got. I wouldn't call him typecast per se, but there was a time where. Well, did he ever really break out of that? It's not like you ever saw romantic comedies with him in it, right?
1: No, he was always doing kind of the, um, kind of those action B movie action is is what i think of what's
0: he do uh, oh fortress some of the, some, yeah for, oh um, fortress dude oh my
1: gosh dude Fortress. Was, didn't he do one called like adrenaline he had a lot of single word titles for <laughs> movies that he was in yeah drive was one drive yeah. um i yeah. think it was drive or driver yeah for a while he Peebles. he may
0: he may have had like the lock on the single names while um steven seagal had the lock on like something of something you know, for oh, the yeah. words like killer or no, uh uh de- de- death of silence or uh v- Yeah, March for Death. March for death Ab- <laughs> above the
1: law. Above the law. Um, There's a real one. So no, you so you had you had Lambert was single word, Seagal was was something of or something the and then Van Dam was all two word, knockoff. off, gotcha. uh, sudden death. Yeah, yeah. Uh in fact, uh when I was in high school we messed around and made a movie where we took two um Jean Claude Van Damme movie titles. Yeah. And we mashed them together. Yeah, and so we made maximum impact. That's fantastic. It was maximum risk and sudden impact.
0: That's amazing. That's and it's basically the same movie. Even if you combine yeah. them, they're not really that different. Mm-hmm. Time Cop's the only one that's really unique in the entire Pantheon of films. Uh, uh, here's the thing I was going to say about that, and I forgot what it was. Oh, do you still have that? Like, Do you hang on to things you made when you were like in high school, like movies and videotape and stuff?
1: There's a few of the things that we used to do floating around on YouTube. Um, the guy who was kind of our de facto director uh, yeah. put up some of our old stuff. Uh, the high school stuff, I think there's only one left. It was a movie we made when I was like 16 mm. um, called Runner. Oh, Oh, fun. Uh, and that was that was fun that's floating around somewhere on youtube i'll have to see if i can dig that back up but a lot of that got lost to uh, vhs tapes and moves he might still have them though he was he's a bit of a hoarder so he he said have them in his basement you
0: mentioned runner and you mentioned uh floating floating around like this type that video may be floating around that reminded me of runaway and uh those things he called floaters and he'd send in a floater. Do you remember this movie? With oh, the, wow. I haven't thought of that. In, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was Magnum P.I. versus uh, uh, Kiss. Uh, Gene Simmons was the bad guy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's called Runaway. And he had a bunch of little robots that crawled around. But also he had these things he called floaters. And he was like a future detective. And he'd be like, all right, well, we got to send in a floater to, to see what's going on in there. Kind of like a bomb robot kind of sort of thing. Oh, Man, boy.
1: That movie, now I'll find that and watch it again.
0: That movie is shite. <laughs> it's not good, but I loved it when I was younger. I think I saw that in high school, and then uh, we did a film sack on it, and I'll just never forget. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Magnum P.I.,
1: why can't I think of his name? Uh, Freaking! Uh, why am I blanking on his name all of a sudden?
0: What's wrong with me? Oh, my gosh. Chat room. Tom Selleck. Jeez, Louises.
1: All I could think of was Thomas Magnum, and I'm like, no, that's not. It's not know. his actual name. I don't know why I do
0: that? Tom it's just, Selleck. So weird, weird name to not remember. My mom loved him, and kind of was weird about him. If I'm honest. Uh, all right, let's move on to this. Uh, Sean Connery only filmed for seven days, and then was out of there. That makes sense, though. You know, like he's not he he wasn't quite the the James Bond level star he had been. His resurgence hadn't happened again yet. So he was doing these kind of crappy roles, but he was still a guy you couldn't get for three months on set. He kind of came in, nope. got out, and that was as good as you got.
1: No, that's and funny. in fact, uh, another fun fact about him on that movie is he does the voiceover at the beginning of it. Yeah. It was recorded in the bathroom of his uh, home in Spain. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. And it had this like echoey effect, and they just left it. Yeah, why not? It,
0: why not? You're shitty. Effect. It's a shit movie. I mean, you know you know what I mean? It's like you know, yep. they, were, they were less worried about it then. Uh, let's see uh, a couple more of these The sword
1: sparks came from a car battery. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so they would have a car battery and they would run the wires down their sleeves. Mm. And so they like for any of those shots, they'd have to haul this car battery in like a cart and set it out of frame so they could hit, which I, I can't imagine doing that. Cause I don't want a car battery, like lead running up my arm mm. past my hand mm-hmm. and no, uh, Nope. No, thanks. (laughs) Uh, All right. This one's good.
0: Connery had a no bond rule on set. It says here, Virginia Madsen had the misfortune of being cast as McLeod's loves interest in the sequel. That that second movie is really bad. Um, When she was hired, she was told that the returning Sean Connery uh, had instituted a written policy and demanded no one ever speak to him about James Bond. Anyone who did would be fired on the spot. Madsen thought it was ridiculous. She told the Onion Navy Club the first day, that uh, Sean came to work, I went up and said, Hey, oh my, uh, OMG, I love James Bond. And he turned around uh, with a big smile and hugged me. So apparently he was okay if the ladies did it, you know? Hubba, hubba.
1: Not I mean, that. that seems on brand for Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> he, had repu- so, he had a little reputation. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Lay oh, that it. second movie is rough. Yeah. Although, keep, yeah. still not the worst. Oh, the hold on now.
0: Movies. Let's. I'm sorry. What do you? Okay. <laughs> are we looking at the the Mario Van People's thing, or what do we? What do you think's worse?
1: Oh no the the worst one is the there's there's five by the way there are five Highlander films yeah uh, and the fifth one is by
0: far and away the worst. <laughs> is it way though? Who's did, did he come back for that? Lambert and everybody?
1: No. Uh, they have it's Adrian Paul. Um, oh, from the series from the series. It's okay. Set, yeah. The, it's worse because. While there are a couple of moments in it that I actually very much like, um, the movie itself feels like it was made by people who hate the Highlander lore. Oh, okay. All right. And it was, um, oh, what's his name? Brett Leonard directed it. The guy that did Man Thing. Ooh. I don't know if you remember a, seeing that. Yeah, that's a real get. Eek. And man, it, was, it was originally supposed to be a uh, theatrical release. And then it was going to go direct to video. It ended up going direct to sci-fi channel. Oh. It debuted on the Sci-Fi Channel in like 2007, I think. Nice, and it's it's not good. It's where it belongs at the time. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's good to know.
0: I will avoid that one, uh, like the plague <laughs> yes, that it, it is. Uh, and then finally, this one feels like it's aimed at you. The TV series was an early internet sensation. Um, the series was in syndication from 92 to 98, and often slotted in late night or weekday afternoon time slots. Didn't wasn't huge, uh, but anyway, the, the series grew into a cult hit several active discussion groups and hundreds of web pages were devoted to the show on the early internet and even today guys like TV's Travis making a show about it
1: yeah um, nice. yeah that I did know that because the the show introduced the character the characters of the watchers which uh. were just normal people that observed and knew about immortals but they never did anything they just sat back and watched and recorded everything for history yeah and so that sort of fed into kind of internet chat boards and you have like websites of watchers and stuff, and it was it's kind of fun. Yeah, it definitely became kind of a cult classic.
0: Yeah, people are into it. If you have never seen it, everybody, I think you can get this on a couple streaming
1: services, right? It's just out there. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, IMDb TV, their free tier mm-hmm. um, has ad supported, and the ads are like thirty seconds twice an episode or something. Oh, that's not um, bad. I could deal. So with it's that. not terrible. I actually kind of like IMDb
0: TV. It's a bl- great thing you just turn on and walk away and just let it be on.
1: So yeah, and bad. and I want to say the seasons are super cheap on like Apple. Yeah,
0: you, you yeah, can that's buy them true. For like
1: ten, ten or fifteen dollars a season.
0: I think they're they've they've missed an opportunity though. You remember that um, pop up video thing that VH1 used to do? And oh they, yeah, they'd show a video and then little boop, boop, and it would give like trivia about certain things in the video and stuff. I used to love that, and it mm-hmm. was always for videos you'd seen a million times. So it's it's fine to watch it in this way. Sure, and uh, they should let you do that because IMDb is so chock full of trivia maybe none of which can be truly confirmed is the problem this might be why they'll <laughs> never do this because you know it's crowdsourced and everything or a lot of it oh, is. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool if you could watch something on imdb tv and turn on a feature that would say give me the pop-up video version and then all through the thing it would go boop this was uh, max van Sydow's first time naked or you know whatever it is like just little <laughs> pop-ups i would i would watch the hell out of that stuff
1: That'd be great. I would. Uh, it would be boring for Highlander episodes because I, I go and check things like Wikipedia and IMDb TV and some other things when we're when we're covering an episode just to see if there's anything I haven't known. Yeah, and I'm I'm lucky if I find one thing on an episode of Highlander.
0: <laughs> That's funny how that works out. All right, well, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for enduring it. Um, you probably yeah, heard absolutely. heard a lot of those before. Uh, all right. Here's what we're gonna do now. Thursdays are uh, two guests come on the show on Thursdays. Early on, we got a little bit of the old Red Fraggle, aka Amy Robinson. She's gonna be joining us, and we're gonna be doing this. Yes, that's right. It's time for Read This with Amy. Amy, welcome back to the show. Hi.
2: Hi.
0: How are you? Oh, that's right. You're in the car today. How's that
2: going?
0: Uh oh. Oh, I don't hear very well. You're probably doing. Are you doing it over the speaker speaker thing or the car thing?
3: Yeah, hold on, let me...
0: <laughs> Oof, that's a rough one. That usually depends on the car. I've learned. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not.
2: Well, we're going kind of fast, so there's a lot of road noise. Is uh, that better?
0: That's way better. Yeah, there okay. we go. Entirely cool. better. Yeah, I
2: just took it off of the speaker part.
0: Yep, you're put all put good on, now.
2: Put, put, put the phone up to my face. Yeah, like a, like good
0: old. old school. Yep, good old fashioned. Somebody somewhere is going to drive past you and go, "Get off your phone!" They're going to say. But, but, but well, the,
2: thankfully I am not driving. So yeah, oh, I gonna okay, yell good. that at my husband and I'll just ignore them.
0: Well, uh, we're, we're, cool. we're looking at a, uh, some time where you've got some, you know, you got some stuff to do during this time slot, but we really appreciate you doing this with us anyway. And it's very mm-hmm. nice of you to continue uh, doing it despite that. So thank you. For
2: oh, that. It's my pleasure. I have so much fun coming on with you guys. I did want to. I did want to bring up one thing, one mm-hmm. little point to, of clarification from last week's
0: show. Mm. Um,
2: I went back and I listened to it, and I realized it may have sounded to a listener like like we were saying that I was part of the Tripod Network that oh. you guys were talking about. Right? I was not. I mean, I you know I did make like little bumpers and sound clips for you and for Len and and brian and whatnot but that was just because i was an enthusiastic fan i was i was not actually a podcaster in that period of time but But i just wanted to just want to clarify yeah and you were
0: you were you were doing stuff with like vo and some other you know stuff like that and so you were perfect for it at the time so yeah i guess we didn't make it that very clear uh but yes she was the voice was often the voice of it okay that's what that's what we should have said the voice of the pod the pod track network yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was a, a long-ass time ago. Anyway, all right. Uh, it really was. Let's get to, really to this week's book. Um, you sent me, pre-sent me some stuff on this. Do you want me to play the clip, and then we'll discuss, or how you want to do it?
2: Sure, yeah. Go ahead, play the clip, and then we can talk about it after. All
0: right, here you go. I'm an author, often an author of fiction. I write for children and for adults. For about 30 years, I have been earning my living through my words, mostly by making things up and writing them down. It is obviously in my interest for people to read, for them to read fiction, for libraries and librarians to exist and help foster a love of reading and places in which reading can occur. So I'm biased as a writer, but I am much, much more biased as a reader. Okay, that's just a taste of the silky smooth tones of Neil Gaiman. Right. Uh, what's the book, and He's, why? Why should we listen to this? Because I'm already interested just in that tiny clip. But why is this so mm-hmm. great?
2: He's so good. So yeah, this book is called Art Matters by Neil Gaiman, and it's illustrated by Chris Riddell. So, and the the subtitle is because your imagination can change the world. So I figured, oh, this is gonna be you know, this is just gonna speak to Scott you know, oh, for yeah. sure, and and probably several of of the listeners as well. It's it's a little bitty book. It's it's great for just casual pick it up, read a thing. It's mostly like short little essays that are illustrated by Chris Chris Riddell. And the illustrations are fantastic. They're like just little sketchy pencil drawings, but they're they're just really they're 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 those kind of drawings that do a lot with a very little.
0: You yeah, know? if you if you haven't heard of Chris Riddell's work, his notable stuff, things like The Edge Chronicles, uh late nineties uh children's book, which he co-wrote with Paul Stewart and did all the illustrations on there. Amazing stuff, like award-winning illustrator guy. Um, very unique style. He he's very cool. Seems like a great combo to have those two working together.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And like I say, this is a this is a small little book. I mean, this is something you could give to um you know, I mean, not a kid Van's age, but like, you know, a kid that's that's starting to read, you know, and starting to maybe get in, interested in, in making art. This mm. would be something that could like inspire them and um, say, hey, you know, you, you can make something simple. Um, the, the One of the first pages is the world always seems brighter when you've just made something that wasn't there before.
0: Oh, wow. I like it
2: and i i can't disagree with that at all and Mm -hmm. you know and so it's it's just great there's like five or six short little essays in here um you know so i mean you can read the whole thing in 20 minutes and uh but it's just good for just you know sitting and wanting to wanting to quickly be inspired Mm -hmm. and um you know so i just i love it and of course i love everything neil gaiman does but uh yeah, I just felt, it felt like I was like, you know, I'm going on vacation, so I'm going to I'm gonna give an easy book this week that oh, this seems a like one. a vacation itself. No, this
0: <laughs> is like, I love books like this, especially, you know, like I love Stephen King's On Writing, I think it was called. Um, mm-hmm. I loved that. It was super inspirational. Even if you're not, the plan isn't to write, if it's some other ve- venue of creativity or whatever, it's art or, you know, drawing, whatever, painting, both, I, I found that book to be inspirational, just like on a ton of levels. Um, I imagine for authors even more so, they would be super inspired by it, but that's what I see this as. It's like one of those, one of those books to get from one of the greats and why not this guy, I don't know how he does it. He somehow definitely makes children content, adult content, everything in between scary stuff, inspirational stuff. Uh, his interpretation of Norse, the Norse God stuff is amazing. I love that oh, yeah. book love that book oh, it was so good what was that just that was just called what was that called uh,
2: uh, uh, the, well there was north Norse mythology that and then, been it. you know before that was American gods
0: I think it may have just been North mythology is the name of it, yeah, and that's yeah. the one where he basically did interpretations of uh big stuff in. In Norse Norse mythology, so he Norse would,
2: mythology. Yeah, that's hard to say. It. I keep wanting to say North mythology. North mythology. <laughs> yeah,
0: North mythology. <laughs> yeah. It would be that the movie North <laughs> was any good, and it wasn't. That's mythology about that. um, No, this is great. I would. Uh, I'm gonna totally get this. In fact, I'm already getting it. I'm clicking it now. I'm I'm hitting yeah. buy now. So that's that. You shows- definitely
2: should because it's not it's not a big commitment. It's something you can thumb through and just get you know entertained and and inspired by you know. Both Neil Gaiman and Chris Chris Riddell at the same time. So it's it's
0: fantastic. Very nice. Uh very, very cool. And you guys are on vacation? Is that what's going on? You guys are partying? Yes. Yeah. We
2: are going on vacation. Very we are this nice. is our first nice. like real vacation vacation since before the panini.
0: Yeah, the panini. Um we haven't had so. one since the panini started either. This later this fall <laughs> will be our big post panini uh thing that we're still sort of working on what it's gonna be, but yeah, if if the panini could just keep to itself and quit mutating, uh, that'd be great. Because right now things are looking pretty good. So, uh, although I don't know if anyone heard, but Justin Robert Young may, may have gotten COVID. Like while he was, <laughs> while the symptoms I started sitting so in mad. while he was on the show on Tuesday. So
2: <laughs> I was like, dude, how did you catch COVID doing a podcast? <laughs>
0: yeah, that was weird. He he started getting a sore throat that morning. Didn't think much of it. Uh, got felt worse throughout the day that day. Did great on the show, but then later did a test. Came back positive and he was just raving on, unfortunately, in a room full of people (laughs) for for, uh, their night attack stuff uh, or great night, I guess they call it. They they uh, he was just talking about how he avoided this this bullet, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to get it. Well, he got it.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Well, he should have should have kept your mouth shut there. That's Drake. right.
1: I hope the rest of that room didn't <laughs> get it. You invited the demon. <laughs> yep. Tempted fate one too many times. Yep. Once.
2: Exactly. One too many. Well, here's hoping many. that that he has as good a luck with it as I did. Because you know I had it back in December. I never had any symptoms, and, and I just you know I had to take a test to go on the strip, and I you know it was negative. So. Um, and that was just this morning yeah. so well that's
1: all- Yay, oh that was today I COVID okay. free
2: and I never had any symptoms so
1: Woo-hoo. oh you're I'm, I'm glad you didn't have symptoms because I did and they were awful
2: <laughs> oh yeah I, I I knew a lot of people who did and I just yeah it was scary and like some of the potential long-term damage was also just really frightening so
0: Sorry, yeah. a little boy walked in and sat on my lap, and he's he's being very embarrassed right now. Are you okay, buddy? You like
4: Aww, that? That hi, a light ben.
0: That's a light up there. What's up, Do You say, say hi, everybody.
4: What? What? what?
0: Say hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> That's so that cute. Oh. Don't touch that. It's hot. It's very hot. I got a little floor heater thing. I don't know why he wandered in here. I think the door, I left the door open. <laughs> and this is like a hazard room. Everything in here could burn him. Okay, there he goes. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I thought I had seen him, and then he went behind you, and yeah. I was like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm seeing things. Yeah. and There's a ghost in the room, <laughs> well, and I was see. gonna say something, but I wasn't sure. And then he popped up over your other shoulder. I was like, oh, okay, I did, I did see Van.
0: Yeah, there is a small, <laughs> there is a small human in this room, but I didn't see him until I, I don't know, I turned around, and there's suddenly there's a little kid here. So I'm glad anyway. <laughs> if I had a pushed back on this thing, oh, we'd oh. be having a very different conversation. Anyway, uh, well, there you go, Amy. I hope you have a wonderful trip. And uh, party hardy, yeah. And we'll I
2: shall, and I will see you guys in April at tms Vegas. Yeah,
0: very excited to cannot see you. Cannot wait. Yeah. cannot wait. Hugs all around for all of us vax-ass mother effers All right, I don't know what I'm That's saying.
2: That's right.
3: <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way, but hey, what are you gonna <laughs> do? Uh, all right, well done, Amy. It's always good to talk to her. We're gonna dive into some news here. Hey, check it out. The news today brought to you by new, sorry, free company, meaning that's what they call guilds in Final Fantasy, by the way. Free company Juice Couture, or Juicy, is what they uh, usually refer to themselves. It's a social-focused, LGBT-plus friendly group on the fairy server looking, is it fairy? Fairy, yeah. Server looking for uh, uh, people to join, chat, quest, run roulettes, or admire everyone's uh, recent glams their latest glams yeah that's right the language of final fantasy is slightly different than world of warcraft everybody uh visitors are always welcome in our house in the mists uh, in the mists or on the company discord to hang out ask questions about the game and apply uh, if you enjoy swapping rum balls recipes cheesy puns and critiquing dyes for your favorite velour sweatsuits uh, as much as you do msq just search juicy couture uh, on the lodestone and come on by Thanks to Mari and Junato, Junito, Juanito, Juanito, that's nailed the name, it. yep, and the first time too, didn't screw it up at all, just Absolutely. totally nailed it and moved on with my life, <laughs> uh, all right, here is some fun, uh, here's some fun news for you today, survey shows, survey shows, One in eight people suffer from anxiety from low phone batteries. Is this you? Do you feel
1: weird when your battery's gone? I am not one of those people. Um, Neither, but I also never leave my house, so charging my phone is not an issue. Uh, But I've never, I've never had trouble with low battery anxiety. I I don't don't know why.
0: I don't ever have a low battery. I feel like I, I'm really good about putting it on the charger at night, and I don't use it so much in the day that it's gone ever. So I always have. I'm usually like, I have like maybe. 40 to 50% battery life at the end of the day. Like, I, I mean, use my phone I, a fair amount. Yeah. But.
1: I just run it till the phone says it's at like 15% or lower, and then I'll plug it in.
0: That's what you're supposed I, to do, yeah. right? Is that what the whole yeah. deal is? You get better battery life over, over the long haul if you charge, you don't charge past 80, and you charge
1: in the 20s or something. Yeah. Yeah. Look. They say 20 to 80. Yeah. I, you know, I just, when it gets to down below 15, I plug it in. But like I say, I never. Never leave my house for more than an hour or two at a time. So ch- charging, it's not a problem. I used to work with a guy who had this low battery anxiety to the point where his phone was constantly plugged in. Yeah. yeah, All the time at work. Yeah, And he would unplug it and walk away and then plug it in somewhere else. I'm like, dude, you, what's the point of having the phone if you're just going to have it plugged in all the time? Just get a desk phone.
0: I don't want to throw anyone under the bus here, but uh friend of the program, John Jagger, co-host on Core, he has this thing with gaming specifically in a phone. He doesn't like gaming on a phone at all. And I used to think, oh, that's just because microtransactions or the games aren't that good or it's all pay to win or whatever. Like I was thinking those are his reasons and those are some of his reasons. But his main reason is I don't want to worry he doesn't want to worry about battery life all the time. And because it's a device he's using for more than just a game. Right. It's different than say a Switch or something. And so I think he's got a, 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 an adjacent kind of battery anxiety, because of what might, gaming yeah. can do to your phone. Yeah, I think that's part. He of doesn't it. have battery anxiety, but he's a carrier. He's a yes. He's a carrier He can give it to others. That's yes. exactly right. Uh, he's asymptomatic. Yeah. No, he has a few symptoms. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's nothing medical about this. Don't take our advice. No, no. Uh, let's see. One in eight people, according to this recent survey, two thousand smartphone users doesn't seem like a very big sample size, but whatever. Uh, six out of 10 people said they couldn't cope with being separated from their phones for a day. It's another finding of the study. Additionally, one out of eight people said that a dying phone battery gives them anxiety. Well, I mean, if it's down to, let's say your phone's down to like half a percent and you're trying to finish a call. I get that. Is that what, is that what they mean? Or do they mean all day they're worried about the moment they're going to have a low battery? I think they have to be more distinct about that part of the data, but yeah, I'm no expert. So what do I know? Uh, it says here, smartphones offer so much. It's unins- uh, unsurprising that uh, we are dependent. Making the common complaints around battery life a real issue, says Peter Härinen. I think I got that right. Hey. Pe- hey. Peter Petri Petri. Oh, Härinen could be Petri. Härinen, hey, hey- Reinen. See, it's hard, right? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Uh, he's, Petri with the, he's with the HMD Global. I uh, said in the same of the survey it was commissioned by HMD Global, uh, home of Nokia phones. Well, that's why his name's weird. Everyone's names are weird over there. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Everyone who lives near what Netherlands, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Anyway, uh, does it? I thought Microsoft still owned them. Do they not own Nokia now?
1: I can't remember what Microsoft owns anymore. I forget if they let that poop out and sold it the naming rights are i don't remember
0: or oh, finland and, that's uh, what i meant finland, finland. yes finland, finland i knew
1: sorry. it wasn't the netherlands but i couldn't remember which other scandinavian country it was. how did
0: i do that because finland you know finland because and chat room's probably ready for this oh somebody already is you know what shane i'm not even gonna say it not gonna do it i'm not bringing <laughs> up the baby fish heart or any of that it's not coming it's not happening <laughs> you guys know me too well all right um anyway there uh, there's ways that we can preserve our battery and offset that angst from using network connections selectively to muting unnecessary sounds and stopping apps from running in the background these all help with the cause and keep you switched on for longer I don't know if that's a good thing or not
1: you Yeah know? probably isn't Cuz you know I these mean, companies if, they're if starting to app honest.
0: both Apple and Google both have like some of their new feature sets are always like things like um if you're on too long yeah. We'll let you know, and we'll give you a report every week of your usage, and so you can help curtail how much time you're on your phone. Go out and be in the yard, or you know, like they're weird, like like Nintendo used to do with the Wii. It, they would always yeah. say, "Hey, you've been playing oh. with this for like two hours. You should go outside and do something." It's always weird. Yeah,
1: it's it's like Netflix saying, "Are you still there? Or did you fall asleep <laughs> watching binge watching this show?" Those bastards. Like part of part of that, part of that
0: st- is them saying, "Hey, maybe you should you know you've been bingeing this for a long time." But also, a, I think a bigger part of it is them going this is how we
1: control bandwidth by. Oh, sure. Turning it off because that's, people just leave it on. You know what I mean? That's a hundred percent what it is. Cause I have, I have definitely fallen asleep binging, you know, shows on Netflix or I've done it on YouTube too. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going.
0: You know what I like about HBO max? They never stop. Uh, nope. if, if that's what I want, I mean, I, I guess it doesn't bother me that much that I have to hit a button once in a while. It's not a big deal. Um, but we like to fall asleep to Seinfeld for some reason in my house, I don't know why. What the deal is there? What's the deal with that? <laughs> and uh, anyway, what? Because now they're over on Netflix on Hulu, it would just go in perpetuity until we had the thing. We have a, We have a shutdown sequence on the TV to turn off, mm-hmm. so we control that. But when they moved to uh, Netflix, now it does the pop up and say, "Are you still watching?" And then it gets awkward, and where's the remote? And it's like eleven thirty, and you're like, hey, I'm tired," and yeah, hate that. <sighs> These are these are very first world stupid (laughs) problems. Okay, it's true. I realize that. And any of our Ukrainian listeners, I apologize for being so petty about such a dumb thing. All right, I heard from one yesterday. They don't like this to be called an invasion. By the way, this is this is something I learned. And and this it's it's one person telling me how a lot of people feel. So I take this for for as much of the sources I have, I believe him. But he says, yeah, we don't call this an invasion over here. You guys do, but we don't. We call this—it's just war. We just call it war. That's what it is. It's an active war, and now it's an active war, and mm-hmm. it's a war between uh, the country who started it and us. And there, there ain't no, there ain't no invasion. Like they, they don't like all these cleaned-up terms for, for what's sure. what's happening to them. So hopefully, he can still get the show and hear this today. And I hope he's okay. Uh, yes, he was. His family was going to somewhere i don't want to give away his whole story but they were going to like romania i think yeah that's what it was um because i guess a bunch of them that's where you go is romania and so now they're all split up and i just i just really felt for this guy so if he hears this i hope you're doing better i hope your family's fine that you're in contact that you have internet and that you're nowhere near missiles and bombs okay yes uh, all right. Well, there's there that know. story. How about this story here? We got one about um, Florida, man. <laughs> I like when these are ra-
1: good when it starts that
0: way. Yep. And I always like when they when a foreign news organization covers Florida stories mm-hmm. because they always use different terms for things like I actually <laughs> changed the headline from from trousers to pants because saying trousers mm-hmm. just feels wrong over here for some reason. But anyway, True. Florida man arrested for stealing a crossbow and stuffing it down his pants. Uh Duran, uh, Darren Durant. Oh, man. That's like Duran Duran kind of, isn't it? It is. Would... Sure. He certainly never heard that joke. <laughs> I'm sure it's never come never. up. <laughs> Someone just run by, hey, her name was Rio and she dances on the sand. Ah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. It's
0: pretty bad. Uh He was shown on CCTV, which is closed circuit TV. I always want to say closed caption TV, but uh, I would be right either way, I guess.
1: Either and uh, or both.
0: Yeah, uh, he was at the True Value store, and um, this was on second of February. The forty six year old man can be seen walking into the shop with a crutch before taking a pair of cutting tools and removing the security tag on a Raven Rio crossbow. That must be a brand. Don't know. It's gotta be. Yeah, Raven. Raven Rio.
1: I would Raven. say Raven. Raven. Raven seems like it's correct.
0: There is just no E there, so it's R A V I N. Yeah, probably still Raven. It's them being cute. They're trying to be cute there with their name Yeah, um, somebody's last name could be he was seen there shoving the weapon down the front of his pants before walking out or as they say trousers I hate that term <laughs> just saying it hurts i love uh, i love the wallace and gromit wrong trousers thing but it's the name is not why i hate the name that should we shouldn't uh, i have a lot of words like this gymnasium trousers doily uh laboratory oh my gosh back in the day my like old aunt phyllis or somebody would be like are you holding it do you need to use the laboratory ah! don't say that You're word
1: like, moist uh, oh. how, how, moist okay how do you feel about davenport i don't like that either <laughs> i don't even i've never even
0: heard I, I don't hear it that often but i don't like it i don't like gymnasium at all I like gym gym's fine yeah ejaculate terrible word
1: a duvet cover
0: duvet dude you know what's worse <laughs> Uh, chaise longe. <laughs> that makes me want to shit a brick, re eat the brick and then shit it again.
1: I hate it. Well, but you have, you have that next to the Davenport and you have the duvet laying over the back of one of them.
0: Yeah, that's true. I do wish we called toilets water closets again. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone still does that, but I like that. But chaise long. <laughs> it's just impossible to say without sounding like a, Uppity French turd monkey. It's just bad.
1: <laughs> uh, Chesterfield it. too. Yeah.
0: Chesterfield. What's a Chesterfield? You
1: have the, you have the Chesterfield uh, and the Davenport in the same room. Oh, Well, then no. I think I think they're just two different terms for the same thing. It's the same so thing. Far, okay. Couch. Okay.
0: Just say couch, you guys. I, I sofa something like that.
1: Oh, some words.
0: But Chesterfield, I always think of cigarettes. Chesterfield cigarettes go down smooth nope. or whatever. That's what I always think of. Alright, uh, anyway, so he's got this thing and jammed it in his pants and uh, he made it out of the shop, uh, was arrested a few days later though, at a nearby store the arrest warrant has been issued uh, in uh, uh, Brevard County for Durant who is currently in custody on uh, unrelated burglary charges sounds like this maybe this guy's uh, what he does, he steals things
1: yeah. I, yeah What I want to know is how did he get a crossbow in his pants It's got to be collapsible uh, Yeah, no, right Because there's no way that thing unfurled <laughs> You're getting it. I agree. There's a photo of this. Hold on. Let's see.
0: I don't think it's video, unfortunately, so I can't quite see how he got it in there. But the security footage. Oh, maybe there is video. Let's see. Oh, there is. There is. Okay. So, chat. Yeah. we'll we play this for you. There's no. I don't think there's audio. And this may not play. Oh, there here we go. So, here he comes. He's got a cane. He's looking around. He's wearing a mask. Okay. You got points for wearing a mask. Oh, there he goes. Just jamming it in. Oh. And he puts I mean, his coat over the top. Wow. Okay. and Then he walks out. It is not the most um, <laughs> clever way to do it. Like he looks I, like he's got a nightmare testicle problem. It's really
1: bad. <laughs> how bad. did he think he was gonna? How did he get out of the store like that? I, don't I think know. that's the better question. <laughs> that's what. It, that's why I'm amazed. Is because
0: the it's like for those at home who can't picture this try to imagine putting like a ladder in your pants or anything that would just add extreme bulk to your person it's not simple like small you know I don't know smuggling a liter of coke is is fine you can kind of hide that you know sure. half in your crotch half, a, half in your shirt whatever but an entire crossbow it's a big thing it's probably it's big, I don't know two and a half feet
1: long and another oh. foot and a half wide or something easily it's a large bulky cumbersome thing he's got it shoved down the front of his like it looks like he's wearing sweatpants so at least he had an elastic band yeah but then he puts his shirt over top of it i mean the crutch i suppose makes it makes it (laughs) makes him like reshape himself while he's walking but yeah crap
0: yeah and what if you what if you trigger that thing what if you know suddenly thunk it's like the side of your thigh you get it right in your jugular or whatever your vein is down there what's your big vein on your leg What's that called?
1: Femoral femoral artery. Oh my
0: lord, look at you with the, the f- correct answer. That's awesome. Uh, here's the sound I it made. That. This is the sound of that guy in his car. Here you go. Yep, right into his, right into his chode. <laughs> right into his gnarly chode. Alright, well that's, that's the end of our news stories for today. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. Yeah, that's right. Returning after a couple of weeks off. She's been traveling. She's doing that again next week, coming here. <clears throat> I'm excited to see her, but In the meantime, we're going to bring her back on today and uh, have a little chat. Between now and then, um, oh, you know what I just realized I didn't do? I didn't pick songs today. So here's what I'll do. Mystery day. I'm going to pick a song, and you guys won't know what it even is. I'm just going to pick it, and then I'm going to play it in post because I don't play it live anyway. And uh, you'll just have to groove on whatever I chose. I'm sure it was really good. It was maybe even a local band again like I did all week, or maybe it wasn't. I don't even know until you hear it. It might be an Africa cover. Chat room seems to hope it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But you'll have to listen to find out. When we come back, Wendy will be here. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. clever bird, the parrot, he can actually talk, pronounce words. Of course, he has no idea what the words mean, so we never take him seriously. Unfortunately, that's not true with gossips. They use words just as carelessly as the parrot, but sometimes we take them seriously, and often innocent persons are harmed.
1: threatening me you're threatening me with p this is the morning stream
0: all right we're back everybody welcome back that song once again was a thing i chose and didn't tell you about and you have no idea what it was until later
1: all right we all found out together
0: yeah we all did yeah you probably don't even still know the name because i'm not here telling you the name i don't know i don't know what i played i'm sure it was great though I have amazing Absolutely. taste in music, so I'm not worried. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get my sister in here, a trained, licensed therapist who actually knows what she's talking about, and um, see if she's got some thoughts on a certain thing. We were going to do a real doozy today of a of an email, like a real rough one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we decided not to. We're going to do something a little lighter today, which will be nice. Okay, so I'm gonna play this.
3: Everyone knows it's-
0: Hey, look who it is. My sister Wendy joining us all the way from Minnesota. And uh I guess you've been traveling and stuff. Where did you even go? I didn't even hear. Where'd I you end went up? To Mexico. What? What? Ooh. What'd you do down there? Myself. Yeah.
5: No, my you know, my friends from high school are a little gang of
0: oh, ganglings.
5: Yeah. Gangly gang. Uh that we've we've been traveling a lot since I mean, we went, all went to junior high and high school together. So it's been a long...
0: You guys go all the time. time. Like, well, I mean, the pandemic kind of changed. Yeah, some we of that, didn't but. go
5: during those two years. It happened, so this was our first time, like, really being back together. So it was so
0: fun. I'll oh, bet man. it was great. Yeah. Did you... So when I went to Mexico, the first thing that happened to us is we walked into that airport and a thousand people tried to sell me things. Did that happen to you?
5: So we went to Cabo, which is like the tip of Baja, you know, Yeah. just south of... Wherever. and I, I don't know if it's a little different there I don't know if I have a look of like don't mess with me or I look poor I'm not really sure
0: no didn't we determine no this once you look me? you look like you're you work there didn't we determine yeah. this
5: yeah I look like I work everywhere so that you be so, like, so you oh, look okay. like
0: yeah you look like somebody who's supposed to be helping.
5: A white girl with a plan. right? And, yeah. <laughs> but the line was something else to get through customs. It's kind of, I mean, I think as every place is now experiencing the flood of people it's like in customs for an hour and a half.
3: Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
5: Like, okay, Whoa. is this worth it? And then I walked outside, and it was 75 degrees every day and not a cloud. And I was like, yeah, this is worth it. It yep. is worth 20 hours in line at customs.
0: Totally, yeah. totally worth it. We didn't go to Cabo. We went to, um, what's the other one everyone goes to? Crap. Can't think of it, Thank you. the other one, Cancun. There you go. We went to Cancun, really enjoyed it. Except, uh, as you know, I am very white, and um, yeah, I, I was telling hey. this, talking about this with Kim yesterday because she guest hosted, uh, but anyway, we, I, I was in the shade and I still got sunburn all the time. I never oh, yeah. was in the sun, but I got sunburned. Oh. It was the worst. Speaking of which, uh, by the way, Travis is here. Uh, Brian is out. He's in uh, Disneyland this week. So Travis, Wendy, oh, Wendy, Travis. hi, Travis. Travis. Yeah. Hello. I don't think you were here on a Thursday last time you did this, Travis. So it's been a bit.
1: No. No, it was a Tuesday. Yeah.
0: So, you know, Travis is here for also your hard homework type questions that you ask us every week, Wendy. So, okay. Uh, are you yeah. ready, Travis? Travis is ready. i oh, no, are uh, ready. I've only Brian t- just
5: giggles at me and laughs <coughs> off whatever I say. Yeah. So you can do that.
0: Yeah, you can do that. It'll be easy. Um, all right. Well, let's get to it, actually. So... So, uh, like I was saying before we <laughs> sent Wendy a real doozy and then we thought, you know what, let's go a little lighter this week. Um, see if yeah, we can't uh, do that.
5: I need to still recover from paradise. So
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel you. By, by the way, uh, Steph, was it last week? Yeah. Steph. Steph? Steph? Yeah. Steph. yeah uh-huh. She was amazing. She was great. I really, knows, really yeah. liked having her on. So I'm glad that worked out.
5: Yeah. I created her in real steps, So you guys should join. Yeah. I, I made named Stephanie who are amazing.
0: <laughs> she Frankensteined yeah, out of, the, out of parts fantastic. of other... No, did you take th- three people and make one new person out of her like some kind of Frankenstein monster? <laughs> no, no? Okay. no.
5: She's just rad. So That's thank you good. for having her on. That was really cool. She
0: did fun. really well. She but didn't even seem nervous to me. She just was ready to rock. So there you go. That's awesome. Uh, let's get to this email. This is one you received. And it says, Hey guys, could you help me understand why binge eat junk food only at night? I will naturally eat healthily and in moderation during the day, but in the evenings I am ravenous and end up staying up very late digesting it all and or having terrible heartburn and disrupted sleep. It is a cycle I would like to change. Help. Uh, This is from someone calling themselves snacks after eight. Um, uh, This rang for me because this was me until I started not doing this. And we'll get into ha- what I did. You
5: tell I didn't. Okay. Yeah.
0: But we'll get into that later. I'd like to know what you would uh, do here for Snacks well, After 8.
5: I mean, in my true form, I'm going to ask both of you if you have this problem. So mm-hmm. let's start with Travis. Travis, hi. I don't know you at all. Tell me about your eating. <laughs> patterns.
1: I, I have tons of terrible eating habits uh, that all started from my high school days when I was an athlete. Mm. So yeah. I could... I had, you know, I had the metabolism of a methed out hummingbird and <laughs> I ran five to 10 miles every day because I was a distance runner. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So I developed all sorts of horrible food habits and I'm slowly trying to break them. Uh, and it's, it doesn't work. And one of them is eating snacks late. Uh, and I don't, I don't know why. Yeah.
0: Okay. This You're is, good to this, this is right, a, good to know. this is a very yeah, similar I, problem that I, I have, except it didn't start because I was an athlete in high school, but go ahead, <laughs> Wendy, continue on.
5: Okay, so how about you Scott, you said you had this Well, all right, you so know exactly.
0: you know when I was younger, I mean, I was all the way up to my I don't know, late 20s even, I had the metabolism of a hummingbird. I was I was fine. All the time I could eat a whole pizza and not even think about it. Yep. Um but then this weird thing happened where well, not weird thing. The thing it oh, starts age? to, yeah, it starts yeah. to catch up to you. I'm getting old. And then in your thirties, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm putting on weight. Probably could, whatever. And I got better and more moderate with the way I ate. Uh, didn't really have an issue. Then come the early, let's say the early 0405 2000s. And I start to just get weird stomach issues that would only seem to be helped if I just ate a whole lot less. And also, if I was in like anxious situations or any kind of anxiety, my natural inclination was not to eat. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feed the anxiety with food. I would do the opposite. I would just like not eat. So there was a time there where I got real skinny, too skinny. Um, And that would that kind of happened all the way up till like I'd say 2015 or so. I was still that skinny. Um, And then uh, something changed in 2015, 2016. I started to, it flipped the other direction, stress and anxiety and just like, you know, whatever, whatever that stuff was or however it manifest was making, I would start to get really hungry and I stopped having like stomach issues of any kind, which was one of the big blockers to stop me from doing it. It felt like, like a natural way to say, Hey, you know, if you do this, you're going to wreck yourself tonight. Um, and it's, I stopped having those problems So now I've got this thing where I was like, oh, I'll just eat, I'll eat my stress away. And it just like almost feels like overnight. It wasn't, but it felt like overnight where I would, uh, I was now eating for stress instead of avoiding food for stress. And that has continued pretty, that continued pretty consistently up to about 2019 uh, when I got that borderline diabetic uh, diagnosis from the doctor. And they were like, "Yeah, you got to cut back. You're you're not in like danger zone, but you got to cut back." So since then, I have done that, and one of the things I committed to do then, and I've stuck to it amazingly, with very few exceptions, uh, is I don't eat anything past 7 p.m. at night. And it was really hard at first, but that was my bad zone, like where I snacked and ate things I shouldn't, and we're like, "Oh, let's get a pizza," or you know whatever temptations there are, they always seem to happen at night. And so if I, you know, even if it was a big meal at six 30 or six, uh, I would still just be like, that's it for tonight. Nothing else. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: no longer, no more heartburn, no more food related wake up in the night stuff. Uh, that just went away almost overnight because I gave myself this room. And I also don't eat till 11 every day or till the show's over basically. And then I go, you know, get lunch or whatever. And so it's like intermittent fasting without actually trying to, without actually kind of calling it that. It was just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And my doctor recommended this also, by the way, I should mention this is not just me having ideas. They were like, yeah, try not to eat after seven Mm -hmm. and try to, you know, start later in the day. And also don't start with carbs, start with proteins and, you know, morning's the worst time for carbs because, you know, that just turns to straight sugar, goes straight to your gut, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, there was all of that. And since I started much more hardcore adhering to this, I don't know. I lost fourteen, fifteen pounds again. I'm not, I'm not exactly where I still want to be. Um, but, but, it, but I still have this thing, Wendy, where I'm like, oh, I could go, I could kill a hoagie right now. Just just could destroy it. And if things get stressful, at like eight it's PM, like, Yeah, well, you it's still like, feel them oh yeah, at night for, for you? sure. I still feel the cravings at night, and when things are in particular stressfulness, pandemic things, or like the uh, the night for example the night we heard or the day we heard that russia was invading uh the ukraine or ukraine rather i'm one of those people has to quit saying that in front of it um they that night i was like i could kill four pizzas and a and a and a cheesesteak i mean i could just do it and it'd be the yep. worst thing for me and th- and this stuff what it used to make me do is it used to make me feel kind of sick so i couldn't eat this kind of stress. Now I go like, Oh, I got to eat. So I don't know what chemical change flip, what switch flipped in me or what happened, but that's my history with it. And, and I hate how tempting a bag of Doritos is or an Oreo sleeve, or I hate that. I look
1: at those things and go, Oh yeah, let's do that. And that's the one is it's not some Doritos. It's the bag of Doritos. Yeah. I'm going to have some girl scout cookies. No, I'm going to have a sleeve of thin mints.
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Like that's the, it's, it's a, I, I hate to say, you know, everyone says moderation in all things easy to say when you're feeling very moderate, yep. but, but when you just have it and it's there and you're just grabbing it and boom, 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 like what do you even do? So I, I feel like a, mm. somebody, I feel like everybody can relate to this a little bit unless you're just perfect totally. at all your self-control and then good for you, I guess. But,
5: but then you uh, have some other problems going on. Yeah. That's not real. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> all of my real steps. People in the house are like, God and Travis need real stuff. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it.
0: <laughs> it, sounds like it. I, uh, that's the whole thing, it is, right? It's the whole thing is ma- nutrition and mental stuff and Yeah,
5: you know. and it's all mental. Like the and and the, the starting point is that you guys have a list of forbidden foods, you just listed them all. You just mm-hmm. listed all your temptations. And okay, so let, let me actually answer the emo question before I get into some of that. Which is Why would somebody crave food late at night? Now, obviously, if you are working an eight to five job, I'm kind of talking about folks in that category. There's going to be people who work, you know, night shift, and then it's, or whatever, some other shift that means that's dinner or whatever. Okay, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it's not the time to be eating. You're about to, you know, you're going to sleep in a couple hours, and you're being disturbed. Like, you don't feel good. We're not... 16 year old track stars anymore. So you are going to have the effects from it, but you do it anyway. So, I mean, you're probably familiar with some, you know, an abuse is the name of it. It was a drug. I don't know if they use it very much anymore, but alcoholics, if they, if you would drink anabuse before or take anabuse and then you would drink, you would become very, very ill. Oh. And the idea is that you're, you're using, you know, operant conditioning basically mm-hmm. so that when you taste drink alcohol, it's now associated with being violently ill and that would stop you. Mm. Um and I'm sure that has worked for many people. You could do that with a lot of things, like you know, take you to your favorite restaurant and put a giant cockroach on your plate. You might not want to eat there again, <laughs> right? Like you can <laughs> you can solve lots of things you don't want to do by associating it with something really negative or disgusting or painful. Do
0: you right? think it's easier no. to do that when you were a kid? Cause like, I remember uh, I couldn't eat Cheetos for about 20 years after I had a, 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 ate too many Cheetos and then barfed on the couch after jumping around with friends or something. And I remember thinking, well, I'll never eat another Cheeto again. And it was actually really hard. So I feel like that stuff gets burned into you when you're younger, much easier as, Oh, very much as, nice. a, as a stop yeah. sign. Because like, when you're
5: older, you don't know what it ha- what right. happened. You can't remember. You're right. like, did I, what What did I, I sat wrong and now my neck feels broken? You know, yeah. like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's harder to make that direct connection. But, you know, your brain's pretty good at like, hey, what's bad for me? Uh, I'm not going to do that. But if it's too much time between doing a thing that feels awesome and a bad outcome, the brain's like, I don't know. You're, you're laying here in the middle of the night awake, worrying about your future and your stomach hurts, I don't know what that's from, uh, but when you were eating that you know six slice of pizza last night, that felt great. So it's just too far apart mm-hmm. uh to have sort of that natural consequence, okay, but if we look at like why do it um so you you've pointed out a couple of things we eat because dopamine floods our brain, we get a 50% increase when we eat something yummy. And most foods you guys listed Mm -hmm. has been prepared, chemically enhanced, sugar added or whatever to hit all the right sort of buttons in order to give you a dopamine rush. So Mm -hmm. it tastes great feels awesome for a half minute. And You know, it's sort of nutritionally not super dense. So you're not actually getting – your brain is getting the message like,
4: awesome, Mm -hmm. all the
5: calories are coming, we're going to live. And then you get something that's just like cheese, and it's like, well, I kind of need more than cheese. (laughs) So you might need more, et cetera, et cetera. So part of it is, you know, how the brain is interacting with your food system and your life, right? So take your morning. So this person said specifically, like, I feel like I make – yummy good food choices in the day and it's kind of moderate like i'm not craving anything i just feel normal right. right right so then what so i want i want you two to guess what do you think happens why at 8 p.m 9 p.m would any modern let's say american any modern american want to shove food in their mouth
1: oh jeez!
5: is it because uh, they're hungry
1: boredom boredom um,
5: okay
0: i don't know i feel like it's the boredom thing never worked for me. I'm never bored. I'm never bored. I'm in boredom since I was a little kid, and I hate that. I hate that I'm never bored because I know we've talked about this before. Boredom's good for you sometimes. Yeah. It gives you room to think and create and whatever. I I have too many things going on, so I've ruined my sense of boredom. But so for me, I'm, I'm just trying to relate it to why I would be that way. It's clearly not because my body needs it, right? Right. So mm-hmm. so That'd I'm gonna be- I'll answer your question by saying. Um. actually for me it might be this I dr- I kind of dread sleep right now I don't sleep mm-hmm. great I have a lot of weird dreams and they wake me up and I don't know why yet I don't know what that's about but it's been going on for a couple of months where it's just every night is dream filled sleepless weird thing happened to the dream wake up with a start can't go back to bed heart's beating too fast okay finally I can sleep again oh great it's 7 o'clock I gotta get up like that kind of thing Mm. And I don't know what that's about, but whatever that is, I feel like at night I'm like, oh, sleep. I don't want to get rid. I don't want to do this tonight. And I I think that's thinking about that makes me want to do whatever stress it's copers I have. Yeah. At the yeah. end of my day, because the end of my day represents, well, I, I have to enter, you know, nightmare zone again. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it for me.
1: I could be wrong.
5: Okay. How about you, Travis? What gets you eating a bag of Doritos at 9 p.m.?
1: Uh, usually because I'm, uh, it's just an association. I'm sitting watching something or yeah. I, I've gotten a little bit better at late night snacking because I'm usually, uh, in the middle of recording a show or a stream and I don't want to be crunching Doritos doing that. But yeah. I think Good it's point. a lot of it is boredom and just association with like, I'm sitting down watching a movie, watching a TV show. That's what I did growing up. And again, I was so in such calorie debt, uh, for most yeah. of my teenage years that I needed all that food.
5: Yeah, totally. Okay, so you there's two things you said there that I, I think are are probably really common and people are going to be like calorie debt. There's no way I'm in calorie debt. But hmm. they are, at, you, you might be in nutrition debt. Uh, um. And so, <clears throat> because notice what we usually reach for. No one's just like, I will make myself steak and potatoes at 10 p.m. You know, or my, my vegan soup that I love so much. You know, it's oh, going yeah. to... It's going to be quick, fast acting, you know, the, the carbohydrates that give you the hit. And, and so you're, you're actually craving energy, right? Mm -hmm. That's ultimately what you're, you're asking for is I need some energy. Mm -hmm. And often, I mean, think of, think of, and everyone's done this, right? You're really tired. You should just go to bed, but you happen to open up Instagram or Twitter, or you happen to just like turn on something, some show and, you are now awake again, Mm -hmm. right? That can happen just being awake. Like you can cycle in and out and like, oh, now I'm awake. You know, it doesn't always require, uh, you know, screens necessarily, but screens will give you dopamine as well, right? So it wakes you back up like, oh, time to be awake again. Okay. So food similarly wakes you back up. Like your body's like, oh, I guess we're not sleeping now. Okay. And we'll just Do that thing. But we all do that where we're like, we really should just go lay down. And instead, we make another choice that wakes us back up. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why we're all sleep deprived. Okay. So, that (laughs) calorie deficit, I would say maybe a better way to put it is nutrition deficit. So, if you are not eating very much in the day and you're just (laughs) like living your day and you're busy, and when you finally slow down and stop, you might actually be hungry. But you're probably not tuned to, is it hunger or not? Because like you said on your second part, it's association, right? So I sit, I pull out popcorn, I eat it, I watch a thing. I sit, I I want something to do with my hands or my, you know, like it's just built in. So Scott, you used to have this habit probably. It's a hand mouth habit Mm. and action. Like I sit here, it's associated back to that association or the, um, Operating conditioning, you are conditioned to want a thing to eat while you're sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you stop, Scott, and you stopped at 7 p.m., it was very difficult at first, but you, you, I assume, have broken a bunch of associations with eating and what you do past 7 p.m.,
0: correct? Right. Yeah.
5: So right now, if you, I said, okay, it's 9 p.m., sit on the couch. Yeah. And what is associated with that now to watch a show that used to be associated with food? What do you
0: do now? Uh, uh, now it's me. Usually Kim. Kim's usually like that. This would be about the time of night where she's watching one of her British dramas or something. Yeah. And I'll sit down and. won't <laughs> call it doom scroll, but I'll catch up on like, I'm not all that into whatever she's watching. So I'll just be there to kind of be with her. And then I'll check email and see if there's been any, you know, recent anything and check all my stuff yeah. for work things. And you know stuff I probably don't need to be doing, but I do fill that time with with stuff that's probably not conducive to me going to bed later.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's also dopamine, right? Yeah, it just isn't going to give you heartburn, but it.
0: So we're all you know, dopamine not. addicts, is what you're saying? At the yes. end of the day, what I'm
5: saying, okay. is that all right? right. And and typically, when other things are required of us, like getting work done or having meetings or you know, whatever, getting a kid out off to school in the morning, I think, and people can be different. They can have, you know, most people though, it's fatigue that creates the cravings for something, mm-hmm. right? It's rarely that it is, um, you know, like you wake up full of energy and you're like, you know what I need? I need 20 popsicles, mm-hmm. but maybe,
3: mm-hmm.
5: but, but you're going to get your energy from the things you're getting you've, you've rested. So in theory you have energy. So your body's doing all sorts of different things here and we're just pretty unconscious of them. Um, and so my advice to this person would be, and this is what's tricky is that I'm very anti diet, no diets ever mm. again. Everyone stop, 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 stop
0: dieting. Right. Yes. Stop right. Throw
5: your scales away <laughs> and learn how your body works. So we talk a lot about this in real steps of, of intuitive eating. And there's a book that we all read together. Yeah. Um, I'm, Look at the name of the authors and forget. It's Roche Evelyn. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it's. intuitive eating. And the idea, oops, I dropped my phone. The, the idea is that you get better at understanding your cues. Are you hungry? Mm. Or are you tired? Are mm. you bored? And then you you sort of find the activity to do that thing. This isn't about don't eat your favorite foods. Mm-hmm. In fact, most people probably need to eat more. Yeah. More full whole foods, more stuff that just gives them the right nutrients and vitamins. And, you know, they'll crave less things later if they have, if they've eaten a, you know, decent sized lunch or whatever,
3: um,
5: and dinner. And so, and drinking plenty of water, like all the good stuff we know psychologically is good for us. If we did those things, then we'd have less of the sort of craving late at night for something else. The tricky part is how does anybody know this? And that's that's what we always are trying to get at is, so say your family, and this person did, doesn't give us any drama. No. I wish they would have thrown in some drama. Like, well, <laughs> I was never allowed to, I had to clean my plate at dinner, or yeah, yeah. I was never allowed to have dessert or something. And then you'd be like, oh, okay. So maybe there's more going on where it's like. This is how I express my freedom as an adult. I could do what I want at night.
3: Mm. Or
5: maybe you have little kids and when they're finally in bed, you're like, finally, I could just be free, you know, and then habits form. And suddenly you're like, why do I do this all the time? We had it's such because there's reasons.
0: We had such stereotypic upbringing. Mom always used that uh, people are starving in China thing. She always used that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: mm-hmm. That was oh, I a classic.
0: It was a classic, but it was also movies. so stereo. Like everybody said that, or at least everybody on TV said it. So I always was like, "Mom, you gotta have, you gotta come up with one of your own." Like, um, there's a, I don't know, I don't know what it would be. I don't know what else you would say to get a kid. Maybe she it.
5: couldn't have thought of it either. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: guess maybe maybe that's why people fall on that one. But yeah.
5: Well, and that's that's one thing that we like to explore. I'm sorry, this sounds like a Real Steps commercial, but we like to explore. Is that uh. Like, what's your family of origin talk around food Mm. and um, what it means? And so, um, like, it could mean something to you. Like, popcorn in a movie might feel like just a treat you've forgotten, but you were never allowed to get popcorn as a kid. So now you're going to. Yeah. Or you were essentially, um, you know, like, things were controlled and you had no control of something. And so you controlled the food or it could be even, you know, just as simple as I'm tired. I don't quite know how to manage my sleep and my time. And so I've got to stay up or I'm working too much or whatever. And so you're just fueling a lifestyle that is you know, works because you're 25, but eventually, you know, sort of catches up to you. So, so kind of this more gentle approach of like just understanding why you have hangups about certain things or where they come from, and they can be even positive, right? So, we do this thing where we we eat our favorite treat very mindfully, and mine was. I don't know if you could guess, Scott, but it's red vines. <laughs>
0: oh, a shock. I can't believe it's red vines. What a shock. I know. Can you believe? Like
5: I, I go to Mexico with all my friends and guess what? One brought all this red, all these red vines. She's like, I knew it was your favorite. I'm like, okay. I was kind of hoping not to eat that while I was here, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the other but, problem is we have friends who enable us by sending. I totally. remember well, we have somebody in the chat room. I don't know if she's in here today, but she, uh, whenever, whatever chance she used to get, she'd send me lemon heads or lemon pez. Or lemon, oh, whatever. Lemon heads. Oh, They're so good, and I love lemon anything. This is before all the sugar cut out, but uh, it wasn't doing me any favors. <laughs> <to get those>. <laughs> right,
5: <laughs> right. And to take that for example. That's love, right? My friend brought the licorice because she loves me. She sends this to you because she knows you love them, and it's a way to like so. So that family, that connection, that you know, breaking bread together is was such a huge part of being human, and. Yeah important, but it gets a little weird sometimes and it has maybe not having that or or it does help fill some of the emptiness, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. dopamine does a lot of things and that's one of them. And food in particular is filling yourself with something um when maybe you need love or connection and it's really hard to tell the difference. You may even know the difference, but you don't know how to get the other. So the food is, is sort of really appealing. So anyway we did this thing where you eat Something very mindfully. I think we did it on the show once. Do you remember this? When mm. I had you guys eat a banana? And- oh
0: yeah. We had to eat it all yeah. slow and yeah, that was a
5: slow and think about where it came day. from yeah. and you know, the love mm-hmm. that went into making that banana or whatever. Anyway, um <laughs> we did this we did this with treats like your favorite treat. And yeah. I did it with red licorice with red vines. Mm-hmm. And she asked if there's any meaning with the food. Mm. And I was like, Oh. It's like every road trip. It's every fun family trip to some random cabin or mm-hmm. camping, or it just had so. It's so associated with fun and relaxation and family. Yeah, that's why I love it. But then when I eat it and I eat it slowly and I'm trying to decide what it tastes like. Do you guys know what it tastes like?
0: I mean, I don't even know what to compare it to. I know it Fantastic. if I tasted it. Yeah, it's, it's not a great.
5: Classic with a little bit of an aftertaste of maybe what licorice. That's red could I don't know if you really slow down there's nothing about that that you would choose to want to eat
0: right yeah it's not great but
5: here's the thing about it it's still my favorite it still represents all those loving feelings but having done that and having really noticed that the, the flavor isn't fantastic and eating too much of it actually makes me feel e- feel mm-hmm. feel ill mm-hmm. then I can now eat a couple pieces of red licorice and I'm done. I don't mm. eat a whole bucket anymore. I have cured myself with real steps. <laughs> like I didn't even mean to mm-hmm. like, and it's because you, you start to like just bring some awareness to your relationship with food. So that's what I would suggest to this emailer is really pay attention to one day. Like why is this happening? What's happening in that? You know, are you feeling sad alone, bored? Is it associated to the activities you participate in the evening? um, You know, what is going on? And, like, just be aware of it before you try to change anything. Don't change anything. Just notice um, for a couple days. Just see what happens. And in the morning, you're like, yeah, I don't feel hungry at all. Well, it's because you had a cheeseburger at 9 p.m. the night before. That's why. Um, But, you know, just notice, notice, notice. See how how you're feeling. And notice the voices. We all have sort of associated inner critics or voices if we have damage around food and our bodies. So, right. You know, if I'm a bad person, cause I eat this thing and you hear a voice, you have to hear it though. You have to stop and really listen. Like did a voice in your head, just say you're lazy, you're gross. What's wrong with you? You know, was there criticism happening as you're eating and you got to get curious about that. What's that from? And maybe get some help to deal with that because now take any person who has nothing in their head. And then while they're eating, just tell them they're disgusting. What are they going to do? It's going to mess with them. Right. So if that is happening, maybe it happened because you were when you were a child or maybe it happened, you know, maybe, Travis, you were like, you know, your metabolism confused you and you thought this is how life would always be. (laughs) And so (laughs) as soon as you eat crappy or gain a little weight or don't feel good, maybe there's instantly a voice that's just like, dude, you're Mm -hmm. what's wrong with you. Right.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And
5: maybe it wasn't a person in your life going, you know, so you, so it's all varied for everybody. Everyone's got their own different relationship with this here, but it's, it's complicated. So maybe compassion is our number one ingredient here. It's just like, Hey, there's reasons we're doing all the things we're doing. Some of it is that, you know, they put something in it to make you crave it fortnightly. But also, (laughs) there is that. (laughs) that. but maybe there's also just association or, you know, I need a little joy in my life or, you know, and if you can acknowledge some of those things, maybe you drink more water and eat a bigger dinner and you go, Oh yeah, I'm not as hungry. Mm. Or maybe you say, all right, I'm going to try the Scott thing and not eat it after seven for a week and just be really curious. Like what happens to me? Yeah. And then eat a little more in the day because your body does need food. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's about flexibility and openness and sort of curiosity to see like what is really happening with you not go on a diet use all your willpower up and tell yourself you're an idiot and weigh yourself every day that's the it's really the opposite
0: it is right because none of those the whole reason that's such a booming business i mean there's a lot of reasons why people get in there but part of the reason it's a booming business is because like a lot of products there's none of them are really perfect you just Jump around until you think you found the one you like, but really you're just in the churn. You're in the you're part of the mm-hmm. product testing. I don't know. It's it never felt well,
5: right. And to me. every single diet will work because you will change. You will eat less.
0: Yeah. Every yeah.
5: single diet. Because you suddenly put me on the Mediterranean diet, which is the healthiest version of any kind of, and it's just it's we just call eat, it a diet, but just really, eat it's right. just
0: yeah, just eat it'll right. be neat. You know, that's what I, that always um, makes me laugh is those ones that actually have something to them like that. I always yeah. laugh because I'm like, well, that's not going to last as a business model because people eventually could figure out, oh, I just go to a grocery store and buy the stuff to eat that's better for me, and that's it, and I'm done. Like, well, mm-hmm.
5: it, and it depends on where you live. It's and we have to call it a diet in America because we don't have access to that good fish, and we don't have access to the, you know, some of the stuff, and so then it is something you can sell products for, right, or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. you take anything like that, and at first, as you use your willpower, which will last, you know, thirty something days, maybe. Then, of course, you're going to lose weight because you're doing, you're eating less, you're doing all sorts of different things. But Mm -hmm. can you sustain that? And the answer is no. The only sustainable thing that gets you out of the churn is to learn to trust yourself and trust your own body and listen to it and, you know, adjust things. And because if you think of it like the yo yo of the dieting is you're all in and then you crash and you gain 30. pounds past where you started. And so people are getting heavier and heavier and heavier. I mean, you look at the evidence, it's definitely not working. Mm. Um, but, but it, really, what I'm the most interested in, I don't care so much about the, the food and that stuff. I'm more interested in what happens between your he- ears? What mm. are you saying? How how do you believe, mm. you know, when, when you're there's, you know, the supermodels in the world, that's our ideal, and they can barely eat an apple a day. Like, how it that what you know like it's insanity what we are all exposing ourselves to and thinking is who we should be and really so that stuff in between your head obviously is has so much power every single bit of food in front of you is neutral you have made a story about each one someone oh. has made you know a story about each one Sure, right um, because mm-hmm. if you could eat a little handful of those Doritos and feel satisfied and enjoy the taste and really taste them there is nothing bad just happened.
0: Nothing. Well, right? here's here's the fun bit. So I got right here. uh funny so you bring up Doritos. I have a bag of salsa verde flavored burrito, bur- burritos, Doritos. Here. Burrito Doritos. Burrito Doritos. And as you can hear, we're down to the final, I don't know, 15% right. of this bag.
5: Okay.
0: Um, I normally, like if I took a handful of these, put them in a little bowl or whatever, called that a serving, had it with lunch or something. Great. No big deal. It's not a problem. Whatever. The problem is when I bring a bag and he leave it here. Yep. Yeah. And before I know it, I just don't think it's right that I ate all of these. <laughs> you know, yeah. even if it spread yeah. it way out, even if it was over a week's period, it's still a bag of these that I ate. Like I pushed this much Dorito through my body, and that's dumb. It's so dumb. And why? Because I I associate Doritos in a lot of ways to my youth and and good things happening yeah. as much as you do with red vines to me Doritos are it even mom's weird salad she used to make with Doritos in it like mm-hmm. I associate that with like Powell and fun with the family and road trips and all that stuff you mentioned earlier that's Doritos for me and you know even though you smell like 12, 12 year old boy feet when you eat them I love them I love them <laughs> and I shouldn't love them in fact you know what I'm gonna do a hard thing right now final 15 per- oh, wait,
5: stop. before you do that I'm going to take one out
0: okay all right take one out Okay, I'm pulling one out.
5: I can't see you. So, everyone oh. tell me if he's doing this. He's doing do, it I promise shower? I'm doing
0: it. Yes. I promise.
5: All right. Yeah. I want you to take one out, and I want you to – I want you to smell it.
0: Jeez. Oh, All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to send you video. This won't be hard. Okay. Um, there. You should okay, see me. I can
5: see you now.
0: Okay. So, here I am. All right. Here's so, my... I want you there. I can see you. Okay. Okay. So,
5: I want you to smell it. Just okay. like – puff it a little bit. What
0: does it okay. smell like? It smells – I mean, it smells like – somebody's old some kid's socks and gym okay Okay. now i I
5: need to think about how it was made uh
0: they okay i don't actually know but i bet it was a whole ton of corn all mushed into a paste and then flattened out and then banged out in little pieces by a giant robot machine that then pooped them out into what looks like triangles Okay. And covered in preservatives on its way out the door. I, I, I assume you know the, in, yeah. the ingredients are here. It's not like it's. Let's see here. There's uh, hold on, corn, vegetable oil, uh, and then a bunch of names I don't want to read because they scare me. A Bunch of words. Yeah.
5: yeah. Okay. All right. So I want you to think about Mary Beth, who works in the factory that makes these. I don't know. She's she she runs something. She does a thing. Just like appreciate. Let's just take a second. Like, Oh man, there are people bringing me this.
0: All right. So Mary Beth in the, in the big Frito or who makes the, who's is Frito Lay. Is it? I don't know who makes these. I don't know who the company is anymore. Anyway, Let's just
5: pretend she has a livable wage and things are going well. Yeah, she's and going we'll all right. Pretend.
0: Yeah, she's wearing some kind yeah. of hairnet. She's got some she got a mask on because of the she didn't want yeah. chip dust in her lungs, all that stuff. Yeah. And Mary she Beth's wears working hard.
5: Halloween sweaters when it's around Halloween. That's Mary Beth. Totally. Okay, we it. love her. She's and great. We just appreciate her for a second. She'll
0: You're be good. the one that brings the cake or the donuts or the bagels in for the birthday. They're having that. Totally. That, that week. I love yeah. Mary Beth. Yeah.
5: yeah. All right. So now what I want you to do is close your eyes. Okay. Close it. And I want you be, don't do anything until I like, finish my sentence. I want you to put it in your mouth and let it just sort of sit there.
1: Okay.
0: Hold on. For so, about
5: thirty seconds. Don't swallow. Stop uh, yourself from swallowing. It doesn't and have to be it. the just, whole
0: chip, just the a, a no, 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 no. Okay. Just a piece. Yeah. Right, yeah. So it's comfortable. Okay, go ahead.
5: Don't do any don't swallow. Just let it sit on your tongue. I just okay. want you to notice like mm. what it tastes like. What does it do? Does it kind of get squishy and melt around?
0: Ugh hmm <laughs> yeah it's doing all that
5: okay so just resist the urge to to swallow it okay just
0: not even chewing taste. it can i chew it
5: you can chew a little
0: okay because so you on a microphone cr- because people like it when yeah. people eat on mic people
5: love that sound yeah. yeah ASMR dorito from Mary Beth. okay all right now you can swallow it
3: okay now open your eyes okay
5: so what what was that like to taste it like that
0: weirdly unsatisfying <laughs> right like
5: right because one of the powers of it is the crunch right
0: yeah yeah okay that's a good mm-hmm. point and no one wants a soggy dorito
5: and the hustle yeah so i want you to think about your great 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 grandparents mm. and how they had to survive okay so when they could get food that had was calorically dense or full of energy or you know specifically sweet things so let's take a blueberry bush right yeah and you're 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 pretty dang white so they were probably north of uh the arctic line or something so it was rare Uh rare to see a blueberry bush yeah so they would see a blueberry bush now imagine you're not going to see another one probably so what would you do
0: (laughs) Um, you would
5: fork it. Right? Yeah, we you would, would take as many as you could.
0: Yeah, we get as many as we could. This is our last chance for, the, that, for those rare berries up here in the Arctic line.
5: Exactly. Yeah. And then what else would you be doing? You would be looking for the Yeti yeah. <laughs> or, or <laughs> some kind of animal that might be coming after you. So you need to have your eyes darting around while you are shoving food in your mouth.
0: Yeah, because there's a survival mechanism there about yeah. I need it mm-hmm. first before. So
5: guess what we're good yeah. at? Mm. Shoving food in our mouth while we are distracted.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah.
5: Okay. So what we just did with the Dorito is just slowed down one of your favorite foods. Yeah. Thought about Mary Beth for a second. Tasted the the slime that it actually is. <laughs> and And so right now, do you want to eat the rest of the bag?
0: No, I don't. I don't I'm yeah. being honest by the way, nobody at home should assume I'm a plant for this or whatever. I really don't want the rest of that,
5: yeah, and here's the thing, and then another day you might want some too. That's fine. There is nothing wrong with your doritos
3: mm.
5: and this is not about the food is good or bad. It's about you you actually choose one or you choose to scarf something down while you're distracted, like choosing what you eat versus absent mindedly doing that. Like those are the different behaviors and one just takes some effort in the moment. And so, you know, maybe you pick one meal or one bite where you just go, let me think about Mary Beth.
0: (laughs) Well, there's so much like, um, that's the way of putting this. There's, there's so much of our human evolution that is designed or tweaked by years and years, thousands of years, hundreds of millions of years, whatever of survival instinct based behavior. And that's so yeah. built into our monkey brains now that we mm-hmm. we now live in a time where we have figured out more than ever a way to make sure as many people as possible can eat. We, we can do better, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, there's there people starve less now than they've ever starved in the history of the planet. Um, again, I'm not diminishing those who still do. I know they exist. I'm not just want to make that clear before my email box yeah. fills up and it's stupid, right? Um, yeah. but my point is, like, now that we figured that out, I have access to all the good foods I I could eat and access to all the junk food I'd want. Like it's not a problem anymore of me having to look for that saber tooth tigers about to eat my face. Mm -hmm. I can just eat. Why is it that we can't flip that some of that stuff back quicker? I guess that's the way evolution works and the timelines different, right? I
5: mean, you know, when sliced bread was invented, it's not long ago. No, what I mean is like, this is so recent in terms of evolution that, There's a reason none of us can handle it, (laughs) right? I mean, take cell phones as a dopamine delivery system. I mean, that is 12 years old, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. That's like nothing, yeah, right? And so, yeah, we're not going to flip any switches. Uh, So don't worry about that. It'll be thousands of years from now. Okay. Um, But also, like, this is where hacking your brain a little bit can come in handy. So we also have this front part of our brain that developed afterwards, which is like, hey... Let's think this through if I do this or this, you know, and so it isn't that. And and the truth is we have studies on willpower and this is what we know. People who seem to have the most willpower seem the most disciplined are no different from anyone else. Mm. The only difference is they don't have as many of the temptations in front of them. They don't put the bag of chips on their desk. Mm -hmm. That's the difference right there. They just don't require because guess what our brains also do they are like scan the scene where are the sources of food and enjoyment and sex and water you know whatever it is to keep us alive that's what it's built to do so you put your favorite you know bucket of red licorice on my desk (laughs) every minute i have to decide whether i'm gonna follow my absolute biological impulse to get those in my body (laughs) or not, you know? And so it's, 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 it's a brain hacking really. And obviously mindfulness eating or mindfulness meditation is a, ultimately a brain hack. Mm. It's to, to calm the monkey mind. It's to sort of allow you to be present and not be darting around in your head all the time. Like we are built to do. And so, you know, there's, there's other ways to do this besides getting a scale and buying a new program. And, oh man, the money that we could all save if we just ate intuitively. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, but I no mean, one wants that, right? Nobody, I mean, Doritos does a bunch of things to get you to eat them. Yeah. Like if they just handed out those soggy little slabs, you wouldn't be eating them.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I wouldn't. And now I don't think I want them anymore. Um. I don't know. I do
5: love the description. It smells like you know, a they middle reek. school locker
0: room. They reek. They're like corn nuts. They're <laughs> the worst. They stink. Corn nuts is another good example of this. Like I could kill a bag of corn nuts.
5: Yeah. But what am crunch, I crunch,
0: dude! What am I freaking yep. eating there? Like what a night! I'm just, I'm I'm recklessly putting my teeth in danger every time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you smell like a gym sock. You you
5: okay? You know. So tell me uh, this: what's your what is a good memory around corn nuts?
0: High school, hanging out with my friends, driving downtown, screwing around. Freedom. Yeah,
5: Freedom. Like, no worries, right? And you you can get a new tooth. It's
0: fine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there have been times, well, I've learned this recently. Like, I shouldn't eat anything that's, you know, like fruit snacks are bad for me. Why? Because I have a couple of crowns that will pop out when I eat gooey things. So I'm supposed to just avoid those. And the only crown that never comes out is my gold one. As you know, gold stays forever and never has problems. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, we were meant to have gold in their mouth. It's crazy. They should have just, our evolution should be, we just grow golden teeth. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, get on that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. But the, uh, I ate some, some fruit snacks cause van was over and they looked look good. And I was like, well, I'll just eat this fruit snack. Boop. Out came a, out came a crown. Oh my and I knew that was a risk. And I knew that it would, that this would very like, not just maybe happen likely. Cause that one crown's always just barely hanging on the way that it had to be made. It was just the best they could do. And I always know this, and most anything I'll say, it's going to be fine. But anything like that or a dot, I mean, dots are just asking for your whole face to pop out. They're the worst. Yeah, dot
5: is that is the uh, dentist lobby that got dots out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: And then I had to go all the way to the dentist, get an appointment, spend a few days in pain because like, I didn't have it fixed, went in, do the whole schmear. Uh, they want to put it on without any deadening. That's a giant anxiety of mine. It hurt like hell. Had to listen to the dentist tell me about his kid and his damn soccer tournament. Like, all that. All for one. All for one one stupid fruit snack. And it wasn't worth it.
5: Go fruit snack. So think about it. One fruit snack with my grandson. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Like,
5: this is the point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's not close enough. If you had to immediately, you know, like every time you ate a fruit snack, someone punched you hard in the face, you wouldn't be eating a fruit snack. Like, it's just that there's too much good associated with food and and my I postulate that making food and food experiences lovely and healthy and warm and safe and good and like family dinners and you know like really enjoying your food is the antidote to all this. It's not eating less. It's not eating less junk food. It's having all sorts of good things surrounding it. Right? Like you could eat a fruit snack because you're with Van. You wouldn't have done that. Otherwise, no,
0: I didn't want him. I wouldn't even have thought about him. Wouldn't even have been right. a thing. You're totally right. So that's just, you know, you've been talking to you for years about mindfulness and eating mindfulness and all that. But maybe this is the first time it's actually sinking in for me a little more. Like at least that's the like association part of it. Yeah, you made me Dorito. do it. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> the banana, the banana worked, but then I forgot. Now the Dorito did it.
5: Yeah. Just and imagine if you ate just one bite mindfully every day might remind you. So, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's in, I want to say, Canada. Oh, shoot. I think it's Canada. There is a cool, like, big old black screen on the street. Mm. And you you look at it for a minute, and then it turns on, and it's scanning your skeleton. Mm. So, you're just, like, moving, and all these people stop and are playing and dancing and seeing their skeletons. And then, all of a sudden, a car comes through and crashes into you, and Mm. your bodies fly (laughs) And all the brain um, bones break. Wow! And it, and it's like, oh, they're not messing around. No. But what they're doing is saying, and it was, it's a don't jaywalk thing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. don't jaywalk. It's not worth it. So they're showing you like in your la-di-da life and playing around and looking at your phone, and then they shock you into this is what could happen, right? Because humans don't learn quickly. No. We don't no. learn. We do, but we don't. Um, it has to be fairly immediate and it has to be, everyone's a little different, but usually visually, right. Um, or experientially. So you just tasted a soggy Dorito and you h- had a shift and that's kind of the power of, you know, doing something differently.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: so, you know, try eating more emailer in the morning and, you know, go on a walk in the evening and stop and ask yourself why you're feeling certain ways. See if that association it just needs to be broken. We we can break associations, um, but of course, have your snack foods when you want your snack foods. Mm-hmm. But if this is really problematic in your life, there is things you can do to shift and change. And as everyone gets older, all the things that used to work stop working. So mm-hmm. at some point, everyone will face this. You know.
0: Yeah, you're all headed there, whether you like it or not. Yeah, some of you out there right now are going. I'm fine. I'm as skinny as a rail, I'm a big muscled man, and I'm running ten miles a day. And I just ate a whole pizza in this conversation. It'll catch up to you. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Because we were you. Travis and I were you. We were skinny dudes with like the it didn't matter what we ate. We could eat a, a metal uh, box and we'd and we'd be we might go burp. Okay, well I'm fine now. Like it wouldn't we didn't care. Yep. It doesn't didn't matter. Yeah, it all changes. And then when you start mat, you know, when you start having your food and your intake directed by your emotional state. Oh man! So, so I guess what I am saying is, pay attention now and don't eat metal boxes. All right? Just That's enjoy
5: right. the cornets while, while yeah, enjoy they the drop cornets it.
0: while you got them. But don't don't think that cornet <laughs> is your friend. Your cornet is never your friend. It's your dark, dark enemy. <laughs> uh, well, Wendy, it's always a pleasure to hang out and talk. Uh dot is a place people can go sign up and become a part of this cool program if you want to. Uh, if it yes. sounds like it might be for you, go check it out. And uh, anything else you want to mention or talk about?
5: Yeah. No. Um Yeah, good to be back. Yeah, it is good. Next week you'll be here. Next week I'll be traveling on Thursday, so I got to bail on that. But the week after, I'm I'm there. You're in. Oh,
0: I didn't realize you were here that long. I guess you're you got other family to see and stuff too, as well. Yeah, Yeah. we'll be
5: there on Thursday.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And all the kids and everybody, it's like yeah, everybody.
5: Do you want to take a few of them? Just like I might.
0: Yeah, we might do. (laughs) uh, I don't know. I love I love hanging around (laughs) my nephews and my niece. They're pretty great um all right well that's perfect uh i look forward to seeing you then hopefully it won't be too weird with that thing we're doing with mom and all that but it should be fine and uh (laughs) yeah i might eat doritos yeah we'll (laughs) we'll report on it let you know if it was any good and whether it drove us to eat red vines and doritos uh wendy have a fantastic rest of your week and we'll see you soon all right bye bye now i'm gonna turn my video off in two places here there we go all righty. Uh, we have gotten to the part of the show where we're about done. I do want to remind folks at home, though, if you enjoyed today's program, it might be because of the good graces of our patrons, because if they don't exist, we don't exist. And I mean that. It's how we pay the bills. Uh, we subsist upon your good graces. So please head on over to patreoncom TMS and uh, sign up today. There's plenty of reasons to do it. Just go read about them, and you'll find out for yourself at patreon.com slash TMS. You get an ad-free experience, everyday bonus content, and weekly bonus shows. Except for this week, because Brian's out of town. So there's that. Uh, But we did do a play date to make up for it last week, plus a regular PM. Anyway, long and the short of it, uh, it's a great way to support your show that you love so much. I want to thank Kristen Nicola, Stephen R. Smetzer, and Bendik Wilhelmsen all being great uh, patrons of the show. Be like them. Sign up today. Patreon.com slash TMS. Oh, man, Travis, is great having you on, dude. I'm really glad you were able to be here today. Uh, why don't you tell the fine folks at home some of the stuff you're doing and they can check out?
1: Uh, yeah, so I have a couple of podcasts I do. Uh, one is called Wait You Haven't Seen, uh, and it's a movie discussion where somebody is watching a movie for the very first time. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I record that Sunday nights. Um, you can get that at TVstravis.com. Uh, we mentioned the Highlander show earlier. I do that with Audie Norman, also a fellow member of the Tadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, we do that. Uh, that comes out on Thursdays at anchor.fm slash let's watch Highlander. And I'm also co-host now of a horror movie podcast called oh. Gore. Oh, this I
0: heard own. about this. I'm just excited about this show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wicked Wicked Kitten. Uh, Monica hosts it. And uh, there's us, the Dreadlord and Phelan. And we uh, we talk. Uh, horror movies. In fact, we're recording tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about Leprechaun. That's going to be out in a couple of weeks. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So that's been that's been a lot of fun. I've seen some horror movies that I I had not seen before that I was very impressed with, and some that are whew, yeah boy,
0: pretty like rough. That. Yeah. I watched it's, that new. Uh, um, uh, well, two things. One, I should say this. I watched that new um, Chainsaw Ma- Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. The new one. Mm-hmm. There are some gnarly scenes in that thing. Holy mm-hmm. Moses. That's one thing I wanted to say. So you'll probably cover that on Gore at some point. The other thing I was going to say is um, uh, now I forgot. It was really good. What was it? (laughs) I totally had a cool thing to say. I was going to bring it up. Now I can't remember it. Can't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. Why don't I remember? It doesn't matter. The important thing is Gore is a show and you can listen to it and and horror movies are great. So go do that. What was I going to say? Absolutely.
1: It's going to kill me that I remember this after the show. I really had that one. You can you'll you'll remember it this afternoon and I'll get a text from you. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Um, That one is at anchor.fm slash Gore podcast. Gore
0: podcast. Go check it out. Yes, core is on tonight. And I I understand that Wicked Kitten got our name from or got the name for Gore from core. She told me that (laughs) the other day, so I'm going to believe it. And uh, I sanction her her use of the of the spinoff name because gore is its own word. You know, it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be tied Mm -hmm. to anything. So it's great uh yeah core tonight uh, don't forget to check that out we got a lot to talk about including i ended up getting elden ring after all uh i installed it last night i've not played it yet i plan on getting some time in before tonight everyone knows my adversarial relationship with most souls likes so if you want to hear what i think about that and also the uh the venerable john and Beau have been playing it a ton so they'll have a lot to say about it uh, plus all the stories and news and stuff happening this week in gaming. So check it out. That's tonight at uh, 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time right here at twitch.tv slash frogpants. For everything else, frogpants.com TMS. The morning stream at gmail.com is our email address. Keep those emails coming in. Now we'll get out of here with a song. Again, I don't know what it is. It'll just play. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I feel bad uh, because I didn't plan on this, but it's okay. There'll be a a song. You'll love it. That's all that matters in the end of the day. Or maybe you won't love it. I don't know. Send me your emails and let me know what you think. And Travis, once again, thanks for hanging out with me today, dude. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I had a great
0: time. Super fun. Uh, Stick around, chat. We're going to do your titles in a minute and uh, hang them around for a little post-show action. So uh, don't go anywhere. Here's your song. We'll see you guys on Monday. Brian will be back. We'll see you then.
6: are hard, you're afraid to pay the fee, so you find yourself somebody who can do the job for free, when you need a bit of loving, cause your man is out of town, that's the time you're getting me running, and you know I'll be
0: of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at (laughs) frogpants.com